And it's time for the Rural News with Kim Moody and Ōtautahi. Kia ora, Kim. And the horticultural sector is being told it treats its RSE workers like modern-day slaves. Kia ora, Mani. Yes, the Human Rights Commission has heard from workers who have restrictions on how they spend their spare time, have curfews and are left with little money after paying for food, accommodation and transport. The Commission completed a review of the recognised Seasonal Employer or RSE scheme after concerns were raised earlier this year about how workers were being treated. The scheme sees workers travel from the Pacific Islands to help fill labour shortages in the agriculture and horticulture sectors. Sally Murphy reports. One worker told the Human Rights Commission that after she entered a relationship, she was forced to show a negative pregnancy test to her employer or risk being fired, while another had just $35 left a fortnight after deductions for accommodation, food and transport. The Commission made 13 recommendations to the government, including introducing tougher enforcement on employers who supply substandard accommodation and ensuring the workers have access to health care. Sika, the country's largest kiwifruit grower, relies on RSC workers to ensure all of its fruit is harvested. Chief Executive Michael Frank says he was surprised by the findings, as some of the report's recommendations have already been met. So, you know, for example, the Labour Inspectorate does a great job of going through and checking accommodation before we put people in there. Uh, and they also tell us as to the density that we're allowed to put people into any accommodation and how much we're allowed to charge them for a deduction. There's rules about deductions for transport. There's rules around deductions that you can take from, from an RSE worker's pay. Uh, and so, you know, those mechanisms are largely in place because the government and the Labour Inspectorate have been doing a great job of sort of tidying up that area after COVID. We've all got reasonably sophisticated pastoral care workers now, all the major employers do. Now we've got a team of pastoral care workers who are out there making sure and caring for the health and wellbeing of our overseas workers. Michael Frank says every seeker employee has medical insurance and regular access to health care. But a union leader says the whole industry needs to do more. Amalgamated Workers' Union spokesperson Robert Popata says the RSE scheme needs a complete overhaul. We've got people who have had been courageous enough to come forward and tell us this is what's going on. The difficulty is how do you, how do you really know when you can't actually get into their residence? You know, because they're, not, they're banned from having visitors. Now, people would say that's for their own safety, but we're talking about grown people here who can't have visitors, so no one can actually check, and it's only because our organisers have been able to get in and see some of the stuff that we've been able to say this is not good enough. Immigration Minister Michael Wood says the Human Rights Commission report will be used in the government's review into the RSE scheme, which is already underway. Horticulture New Zealand did not respond to requests for comment. Border biosecurity officers are on high alert for anything that could lead to unwanted pests and diseases entering the country as more people travel to New Zealand. Air passenger volumes have rebounded strongly since COVID travel restrictions were lifted. Biosecurity New Zealand spokesperson Mike Inglis says that means the number of prohibited items being found at the border is also increasing. Just last week at Auckland Airport, sandwiches, burgers, fruit and pork dumplings were seized. He says fruits and vegetables can can bring in exotic species of fruit fly and meat products could bring in foot and mouth disease, so people should remind themselves of the rules before they fly. 
An economist says most dairy farmers should be able to make ends meet this season, despite rising on-farm costs starting to bite. Fonterra has narrowed its forecast farm gate milk price range for the 2023 season to $8.50 to $9.50 per kilogram of milk solids, with a midpoint of $9. That compares to its previous forecast of $8.50 to $10 per kilo of milk solids. Nathaniel Kill from ASB says dairy farmers are facing huge hikes in on-farm costs, but should be able to make do. A lot's going to depend on the kind of cost structure of, of an individual farmer. So kind of in aggregate, we're expecting that the higher price will cover a lot of that increase in expenses. But if you're someone who's got a really high debt burden or you need to spend a lot of capital kind of getting yourself up to some of the new compliance standards, then potentially it will be quite difficult. Nathaniel Keel from ASB. Four Waikato sheep are recovering well after spending five days stuck down a hole. Last Wednesday morning, Angela Reed was travelling through her farm when she noticed the new hole had formed on the property. She looked inside to see lambs several metres into the ground. Ms Reed says her neighbour Paul, who happens to be a caver, came to the rescue. He got um, some strapping to make a harness for them. We set up a pulley with a rope and he abseiled down and... Caught a lamb, he said he had to rugby tackle them. Caught a lamb, put a harness on. And then he came out of the hole and, you know, had himself attached on a rope. And then the rope I had on the pulley, we put it on the um, quad bike and I drove forward and that lifted the lamb up. And then he used the rope to swing it over to the edge of the hole. Angela Reid, who's been farming near Waitomo for 30 years, says holes opening up in the ground comes with the territory of farming in limestone country. She says the rescue was hard work and took about four hours, so the lambs were a bit weary. We took them up to the yards and we had to treat them because I worked out it had probably been five days that they'd been in there. They had fly strike, so we had to treat them for that. I gave them some... um, anti-inflammatory painkiller medication. I gave them um, some keto, which is like a drench of energy. She says she's lucky to have escaped having any serious instances and is happy her four lambs are recovering well. And just lastly, the news of an Australian flower grower who unknowingly found herself growing restricted poppies used to make opium has had knock-on effects. That story hitting the headlines tipped off the Royal Tasmanian Botanical Gardens, which realised it was also selling the seeds of the restricted flower. The the garden's manager, David Reid, told the ABC the black poppy seeds were purchased from a distributor and sold in the garden's gift shop before the mistake was realised. The Australian government is investigating. And that's the Rural News, Kwe Rante Purongo o Te Tai Whenua.